the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD, and we're coming at you on WGUL and Facebook and YouTube at 860 AM, 997 something or another. (laughs) We're all over the place. At any rate, we got a good show today. Uh, Ken asked me to do some research on Medicare, and I said, okay, Ken, you do some research too because this is a tough topic. It is. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. But first, I wanted to let you know about President-elect Javier Millet's top campaign proposal. Uh, he was just elected to the uh, presidency in Argentina, and he's a, uh, I think he's a, a libertarian and a real conservative guy. And they have been running an inflation rate of 143%. Oh, man. <laughs> They're the third largest economy in South America. And they used to be the uh, at the turn of the last century. They were the richest country per capita in the world. What happened? Oh, they just you know they they went to the socialist side of things and screwed uh. everything up, and they they didn't modernize, and uh, it, it was just a real mess. At any rate, they've been printing money like crazy, trying to keep up with all their social welfare programs and public works programs, and uh, so he is going to step on the Fed there. He wants to take the ability to print money away from the Fed down there. And he wants to put them on the U.S. dollar and get rid of their peso. (laughs) It's such a mess. (laughs) Their peso has lost 90% against the dollar since 2020. So that's... Has anybody ever done that? How do you switch currencies like that? Well, you have to... uh, you have to go to the to the central world banks, and they'll tell you what the exchange rate is, and then you you uh, you buy dollars with your pesos as much as you can, and uh, and then you have that in your circulation. And if you need more, you got to go buy more. Yeah. So you can't just go print it. So what he's forcing them to do is forcing the country to only get what it needs, and then it can afford. So you have to have something to put up as as a uh, collateral if you're going to uh, buy U.S. dollars. Most people put up their own cash, most countries, but uh, Argentina will probably have to uh, make some kind of uh, 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 long-term concessions in order to switch over to the dollar. I don't think it's going to be easy for them to do. I don't know if they have enough pesos to buy enough dollars to run their economy, but you know, this is a good lesson for us. This is a good lesson. When you go too far with social spending, it just, it never works. It's always going to turn out to be a mess because you can't give everything to everybody. You can't exactly. do Exactly. It. it doesn't work. It just does not work. And and it's unfortunate. Uh, and, and Medicare is a good example. And the cost of Medicare, by the way, has uh, gone up a little bit in some areas and gone down in other areas. But uh what you're going to pay this year is, let's see. 170 something, 174 for me, at least, I think. something. Like yeah, that. 174. Now, 
we got really hit hard this year, Ken, because we sold the office building. So our income jumped uh, a one year jump, like, I don't know, you know, five, six hundred, seven hundred thousand is the capital gains on that. We still had to pay, but they count that as ordinary income. Yep. They send it to Medicare. So guess what? My Social Security check went down by five hundred dollars a month this year. You're kidding. No, for 2024, it's going to be $500 less in Myungju's too. Huh. So we're going to lose $1,000 for 12 months until we uh, file our tax returns for next year, and at which time we will uh, have, uh, or for this year actually, at which time we will we'll drop back next year to our, our usual rate and our Social Security income will go up because they're taking almost $500 out extra for Medicare because of our income. Wow. Our, our one year income. Hmm. Well, so I'm sorry to hear that, Doc. That, no Singapore why. trip next year. No, no, no more trips. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Medicare since we're on it already. All right. Okay. So you got Part A, which is the hospital coverage and the uh, uh, acute nursing care, nursing home coverage. You got Part B, which is the doctors and the physical therapist and the outpatient stuff. That's you. you. That's me. And then you got part D, which is drug coverage. And that's a little tricky too. Why is that tricky? Well, because different, uh, you get, if you get A and B and you want to get drug coverage, part D, the best thing is to get the Medigap. You can buy the part D, but if you get the Medigap, you can choose different levels so that if you have some serious condition like, uh, scleroderma, where you need all kinds of expensive medications, you may want to uh, look at a more expensive uh, Medigap plan so that you can get better drug coverage. I don't know if Part D will cover everything. Uh, They say they do, but uh, I I don't believe it. You know, the bill that the Congress passed at at, uh, Biden's behest a couple of years ago was ballyhooed as covering all these expensive drugs that no one can afford will only cover five or six of them. You know, it's just, so, uh, well, you you're talking to, about your basic drugs though. All of your, um, if you don't need anything fancy, you're the basic drugs, you're fine. You can get a less expensive Medigap plan, or if you want to pay out of pocket, you can get a B and D and just pay for those yourself. But the Medigap makes more sense. The Medigap plans are the uh, plans that are like secondary insurance coverage for your copays? Uh, because remember, you've got a, a got a pretty hefty copay out of pocket. I think the the hospital has gone up to uh, the maximum you have to pay is six or seven grand now. But that's a lot of money for most people. When you're retired, yeah, yeah. And you know what's happening, Ken, as you pointed out earlier when we were talking, is that a lot of these. Uh, Part C plans, these Advantage plans, which are HMOs, uh, they're stopping their coverage for hospitalization at a certain level, and then you're supposed to take over. And so people are stiffing the hospitals, and the uh, you know Mayo Clinic, as you pointed out, is not taking Part C anymore. Yeah, that could that could kill the whole industry, could it not? I mean, if- yeah, because the in the 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 Advantage plans are good if you're not going to go in the hospital. <laughs> okay. As long as you stay well. If you're staying well, then that's a good thing. Now, you can always change in the the, uh, the the period where you can jump from 
from Advantage to uh, Medigap or whatever you want is, I believe, October 15th to December 4th. So that's going to close soon. Yeah. So if you're thinking about switching back, uh, let me let me tell you about the Part C uh, plans. The They are HMOs, so you are restricted to the doctors within their uh, panel, and you have to make sure that you look at the panel and see that there are people in there that you won't want or trust or know are reputable or whatever. And remember, they uh, they will restrict you to in-service or in-panel physicians for referrals. Now, if you want to go outside of the network, then you have to pay another 10 or 20% of the cost of the visit. So uh, because, as you know, a lot of these plans have negotiated with the uh, doctors and have said, here's what we'll give you. And this is all you're going to get. So you manage these patients, and if they have to go outside of the plan, then you're going to have to kick in some money too, or we're going to take some away from you. And so then the patients have to have to pony up and 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 pay for the the extra because the the subspecialists they're going to charge more if they're not in the in the plan if they're not on the panel. You understand? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's much more of a employer plan. Where you do have to stay within the network. You have to stay within the network, and they have a pharmacy benefit manager, although most of the the, uh, Medigap plans also have pharmacy benefit managers. But their pharmacy benefit managers are going to be tougher, I guarantee you. Mm. So Does it make any difference on your side what you get paid, or you get paid the same for a procedure no matter what because of Medicare rules? No. If I'm I'm, uh, seeing an advantage patient and we have uh, a small panel, a small group of, of Medicare Advantage Part C patients through, uh, uh, I think it's WellCare is, is the insurance company that, that has that, then we're limited in, uh, in, in what we can uh, charge. We get a flat fee and uh, then we get so much extra. Now we do get paid for procedures, et cetera, as long as we do them in the office. However, uh, at the end of the year, when they tally up everything, if we've gone over our limit, then we don't get anything from from the plan, and we may have to give something back. Now, if we're under our limit, then we get a bonus check. Mm. So the incentive is to not do anything <laughs> as little as you can. That's always been my incentive. So you can hang on That's to That's why I went to radio. I didn't yeah. want to do anything. <laughs> yeah, you could sit there. Exactly. Sit around, talk all day. Come on. And it's fun. It is, yes. So if, you, if you're if you basically healthy and you don't have uh, a need for a lot of, of uh, major health care at this point in your life, and let's say you're in, in your 65 to 70 range, and 65 is when most people get Medicare, although some people who are disabled get it earlier in life, uh, then you might want to think about a Part C plan. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're not real picky about what doctors you see, um, then what's the difference? I mean, if you're just going in for flu shots and annual visits and uh, sore yeah. throats and earaches, right. plus they throw the on plus they throw on things that uh, you like they did two thousand dollars for hearing aids, things like that that you don't normally see in um, insurance package. Now, with the with the Medigap plans, you can find plans that will cover. Uh, uh, extra things like hearing and, and dental and eye care. Uh, 
but a lot of the Part C plans will have this included automatically. Yes. So that you can you can go and they'll even offer you rides to the doctor's office. And I think there's a program now if you're under a certain income level, you can even get a little bit of money kicked back into your Social Security. So uh, there there are some benefits to it. But of course, you have to stop and think, am I going to stay healthy during this this year, yeah. uh, during this this Medicare year? And if you say, no, I don't think so, you know, I'm, I think I'm, I've got some major problems going on here. My doctor said I need a stent or a bypass or whatever. Um, I better better get the uh, Part D with the the A, the B, and the uh, the D that comes with the Medigap plans. So a lot it, to think it, about when you're going. <laughs> you're, and, you know, I kind of I was looking at this stuff for the last two days. That's how I spent my Thanksgiving holiday. And um, I kind of had an epiphany the other day when I was looking at it. I said, I can't think about what I need now, though. I really can't because I need a hearing aid. Okay. Well, I can go out and buy a hearing aid if I have to. But I have to look at what this, what, what's going to look like for me 10, 20 years from now. What am I going to need then? Because I think from what I've been reading, you're kind of penalized a little bit if you try to go back and forth between these plans and Medicare. When you go back to, if you want to go to say back to Medicare, I think there's a surcharge that you pay every month for the rest of your life because you waited longer than 65 to get on. If you delay, then you're going to pay 10% extra. For the rest of your life, every month. Every month. Every month. It's not just a one-time charge. So if you have Social Security, then you're uh, automatically, you're, you're in Medicare. But if you don't have your Social Security yet, and a lot of people don't because Although Medicare kicks in at sixty five, Social Security for most people now doesn't kick in until sixty seven. That's right. I'm a year. I'm a year and a half away from Social Security. Yeah. So you have you have seven months uh, window. You have the three months before your month of birth, your month of birth, and three months after your month of birth uh, to I believe it's three months to sign up for Medicare. So make sure you do that. The day you, it becomes available for you, the the day you're eligible. Get on the website and sign up so you don't end up paying that 10%. Now, if you have an employer-sponsored uh, plan, uh, then you don't have to pay that 10% right. extra if you stay with it. But if you don't have a plan and then you, you lay out for a year or two and then you jump into Medicare, you're going to pay more. Now, on the other side, on the advantage side, they can't refuse you if you want a plan right now for any health reasons whatsoever if you jump on at 65. But if you go to Medicare... And then try to go over to a, an Advantage plan because you don't like standard Medicare. Then they can start taking into account before they price you out what your health is actually like. And so you're kind of penalized if you try to jump back and forth. So it's an important decision that you really got to think about. And you got to think years in the future. And also uh, remember that if you uh, don't have an Advantage plan, and you want to jump in one in the middle of the year, you can't do it unless you have a five-star plan in your area. Hmm. And the five-star plans are plans that Medicare Medicare looks at and grades all the plans. There are certain things that we have to do for our Medicare Advantage patients. Uh, and this is, uh, this is important to understand that the ratings are five-star, four-star, three-star, two-star, one-star. When you look at these, at these uh, Advantage plans, too, Make sure that the panels are big enough. So if the panel that you're looking at only has four or 500 doctors, you're not in a big panel. You need to be in a panel where there's 
two, three, four, five thousand doctors. And wow. that way, you know, there's a lot of, of, uh, of specialists that you can see within the plan. Because if you have to go outside of the plan, guess what? More. Cost you more. Yeah. Going to cost you more. So a lot of uh, a lot, lot to think about before you just oh, decide to do this. It's a big deal. It's yeah. a big deal. It's a big life yeah. choice. Yeah. Now the uh, the uh, the monthly fee that you pay is what one hundred seventy two, one hundred seventy four. If you're in that lower income, and I think it's like under a hundred thousand dollars or something like that uh, range. But if you are making more than that. Or if you're a couple, it's probably 160, 170. If you're making more than that, then you get dinged, and uh, they'll take money out of your Social Security to pay your Medicare premium. So it goes from 174 to almost $500 a month, as I was saying. Wow! And uh, that's what we're that's what we're having deducted out of our Social Security this year. Before we had 174, so we have dropped considerably. And I guess I can't retire now for another year. <laughs> well, you're, don't retire, Doc. I need you. No, I'm not. I'm going to keep working. I'll just show up at your house. <laughs> Listen, when I can't find my way home or I can't find my way to the office, then I'm then probably trying to retire. <laughs> yeah. But I still may show up at your house. Okay, you can come on over. You know where I live. <laughs> What's going on over there? Anything new in the condo association? Any troubles? Or are they? Oh my God! They're expecting you. Can... you? No, they 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 had a recall and uh, they tried to get you out, did they? Yeah, so we 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 did a we did a little loop de loop on them. We brought two more people on board as board members. Then the three of us that were on resigned, and they brought another person on, so that their recall was moot. <laughs> <laughs> and now and it's fraudulent. So they've committed fraud. Uh, they pre-filled out the uh, ballots uh, and handed them to people. And guess what? Now, state statute just came in uh, this, that's, this fall. That's very serious. Yes, now that's very it's serious. It's serious. It's a. It's now a, fel- a, a misdemeanor crime. Yeah. And in addition, uh, if the if the regulatory board looks at all of this, they may say that these people can't. Uh, uh, participate or vote in any of the HOA activities. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So. It's the way it should be. You can't stuff the ballot. This is not Chicago. It's not? No. Oh, okay. It's snowing <laughs> up there today. It's 29. Oh, oh, okay. right. <laughs> Believe me, you don't want to be there. No, it's. I hear it's snowing up north. Yes, it is. <laughs> Poor babies. Yep. I'm, I so, miss it. So th- this is the situation, <laughs> too, is... Uh, we had fined one of the members because she was so disruptive and, uh, and assaultive and demeaning and writing lies about the board members and so on and so forth. And so we presented this at a meeting a couple of months ago, and uh, she pitched a fit, and she said she wanted to uh, uh, appeal it, which is her right, and she filed her appeal within seven days. So now we're starting the process, and we sent out – well, I didn't send it out. The new board sent out um, the the format, which is you have to make your case in writing. And so she doesn't like that. She <laughs> said, <laughs> there's no format here. And what am I supposed to be writing about? And, you know, part of the problem is that we said repeatedly to her and other members of the community, because they keep saying there's no transparency. We say everything's online. 
everything's in the newsletter. Every you can read call it, yeah. And they won't do it. They won't do it. They want to go up to the clubhouse and complain to the uh, the LCAM, the the person who's here on behalf of the management company. And so we just said, told the LCAM, we said, don't go to the clubhouse. Just work from home because they're tying up her whole day complaining. Mm-hmm. So now she says, and I know what her next step is going to be, that this is illegal and you can't do this. And, you know, they're all going to go get attorneys. Of course, they don't do it. <laughs> you know, yeah, when just, it comes time to pay somebody, yeah. When it come, but guess what? They got some... They've got some big legal fees coming up soon because Dr. Bill's not going to take any of this lying down. That is not happening. So no, am, no attorneys are in any of live in any of the homes. I take it. Uh, we had a, uh, uh, we had a state circuit court judge uh, running here for a while. Yeah. I said to her, I said, I hope I don't see you. She says, unless you murder somebody, you won't make it to court. <laughs> So apparently the circuit court judges, they the don't state, deal with HOA. They're, they're not going to deal with the little crap. They don't care about, you know, <laughs> petty theft or armed robbery. You got to have a body before you see me. You got to have a body before you can get in there. You got to something cold and stiff. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, so glad I, you're, I'm glad you're taking charge there. Don't let them boss you around. No, I'm not going to, you know, you can't defame me. You can't slander and libel me. That's not going to happen. I am not putting up with that, Ken. I mean, even though I am a no good, low down, dirty, rotten son of a mother, (laughs) I I don't deserve to be treated the way they have treated me. And I've done a lot for the community and, uh, and continue to, I'm still active uh, with the board. I'm doing things for the board and with the board, and I'm not going to be treated like, uh, like a piece of uh, garbage. And you're not just a, a delegator. You actually go out there and dig the ditches sometimes and things like I that. I dig but. the ditches. Yesterday I went out and pond five, uh, the water level's low, so the aerator was exposed, and that'll burn up. So I unplugged the aerator. Yeah. And, Somebody's got to do that, yeah. I mean, somebody has to do it because a couple of the guys are, are not down here, a couple of the board members. And uh, the third board member, he really doesn't know what to do. He's brand new and he's still learning. Yeah, well, so they're, somebody luck, they're lucky to, to have you, Doc. Yeah, they're lucky to have me. And uh, and and they say, well, you're so arrogant. I'm not arrogant. I'm, I'm just, this is what it is. You know, you think you're smarter than most people. I think that I have my mother's brain. That's what I think. Well, you, and, you know the rules. You know the laws. You know, That's what you've got to stay within. You have to read the bylaws, and they won't read them. We had one meeting where this woman was ranting and raving, and she was citing chapters out of the state statutes. And I said, excuse me, that's Chapter 718. That applies to condominiums and mobile home parks. We're a 720. We're an HOA. We're not that. And that doesn't apply here. I never heard from her again, but (laughs) they don't like it. But they see that as being condescending, I guess. Well, that thing, I think so. And, and but then, you're, you're informing them. That's all you're really doing. All you're really doing. And, and so what, also what they don't like is that I run it by Robert's Rules of Order. And the president before me, who is my wingman or was my wingman, he was the president and it was chaos. And people were yelling and screaming and dropping the, the F-bomb in the middle of meetings and disruptive. And so I came in, I said, look, the bylaws are very simple. They say, Meetings will be conducted according to Robert's Rules of Order. 
And so I went through Robert's rules of order. And so if you're out of if you're out of line, if you're if you're if you're cursing or if you're not staying on topic uh, and you're being disorderly, then I'll mute you. <laughs> That's oh, it. OK. And they don't like that. Oh, so these are all done online. These meetings. We're doing it on Zoom because we don't want to go to the clubhouse and have these crazy people yelling and screaming at us. I can understand that. And then the new president uh, at the last meeting, he opened the floor to whatever people wanted to talk about. Nobody wanted to talk. (laughs) They didn't have anything to say. They just want the right to talk. They don't want to really say or do anything because they don't know what to say or do. Well, they won't even go read the bylaws. They won't read the bylaws. Not not a lot you can do for them, Doc. They just want to complain. People just want to complain. Yeah, there's a small group of chronic complainers, and they're always uh, stirring it up, and uh, they're always trying to figure out some way to take over. And and we (laughs) laugh because we've got a hairdresser that wants to be president. (laughs) She doesn't even have a college education, and she can't. The books alone, you know, this is a this is a four five hundred thousand dollar operating budget, and we probably have forty fifty million dollars worth of property here, and we're responsible for upkeep of two or three million of it. You got to know what you're doing. You got to know what you're doing. Well, you're going to be ripped off incredibly all the time, all the time, and that's what was happening with the prior boards. Anytime anything came up, the presidents would call the corporate attorney. And so the bill for corporate attorney fees alone one year was $20,000. Wow. And we've only spent two or 3000 a year because we know what we're doing and we don't have to call her and ask her every little thing. Like, can we put in a new, uh, a new heating pump for the pool? We don't, we know what to do. We don't need to talk to her about every little thing. It's just ridiculous. It really is sad because it's a waste of money, and then people complain they want things done, and we say, "Well, that's not in the budget." <clears throat> they say, "Why not?" Say, "Well, we have a, a, a we have an operating expense, which, which is part of your homeowners association fee, and then we have a capital budget, which is the reserve plan, and that cannot be spent unless it's in the in the year to be spent." And, I mean, we can we can shift things around a little bit, but Big projects, uh, you know, redoing the roofs, for instance. One people, one set of people, or one person actually was yelling and screaming that she wanted the roof on her building replaced. And we got two different uh, opinions from two different roofing companies, and they said, no, you don't need to replace the whole roof. Just repair these areas here. Makes sense. And she was going to sue us and get an attorney and all this. Of course, we never heard anything after it. We're, we're like, look, the, the money's not in the budget for that. You'd have to have a special assessment. And I guarantee you most of the people in here are not going to vote for a special assessment for one building when we have, uh, I don't know, 10 or 12 other buildings. And the roof doesn't need to be replaced at this point in time, maybe in five or six years. Yeah. But we have to budget that into the reserve plan annually. So, and and guess what? We're the first board that actually balanced the reserve plan. How can and they say was, you're not doing a good job? <laughs> Who are these people, doctor? They're crazy people. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing, you know. <laughs> and they won't research it. They won't look at anything. They it won't read the bylaws. It takes they don't time. Statues. It takes time to read stuff. 
<laughs> you know, it doesn't take time. A coffee break. A coffee break. And that's a nice thing to have. Don't you think a new coffee cup for your coffee break on Sunday mornings? And how about a coffee question? Let's Okay, let's do that right now. Let's do that. <laughs> Here's the phone number you need, folks. 877-969-8600. 877-969-8600. And uh, first person with the correct call. We always talk about something. that The question's always about something we talked about at the first part of the show. So today's question will be, and this, by the way, this is for two, not one, but two, Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs, and they are gorgeous. Very solid. You could drop this coffee mug. It's not going to shatter on you. I get the feeling. Maybe. But it'll break your toe. Exactly. Yeah. You may have to go see your office. But <laughs> Make sure your foot's not in the way. <laughs> Very solid. Anyway, the question today uh, deals with, let's say, geography and politics. We'll go with politics. There's a new leader in a Southern American country who's... Uh, very conservative. So conservative. In fact, that uh, former President Trump said he's going to go down there and see the guy. He was so impressed wow. with him. Yeah. So um, tell me what country he's in. They're in a mess right now. Their inflation's like 190% or something like that. So yep. do you remember the country? We were talking about it about 25 minutes ago. If you do, give us a call. The number of the call is 877-969-8600. And uh, I guess we'll be back. By the way, before we go, I want to tell everybody now the state passed a new law. And this year, starting this year, your operating expense budget and your your operating budget and your reserve plan budget, they have to balance in an HOA. (laughs) I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be switching positions in HOAs around the state. I think probably many of them are not really qualified. No, they're not, but... That's democracy. There you go. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, we'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The hostage deal between uh, Israel and Hamas at least the latest one, did work out yesterday, and the ceasefire continues as Israel and Hamas continue to swap, in the case of Israel, Palestinian prisoners, and in the case of Hamas, hostages taken during the devastating attacks on October 7th. A number of hostages remain in the custody of the terrorists, however, including many of them Americans. The British Antarctic Survey says one of the world's biggest icebergs is now drifting free of Antarctic waters after being grounded for more than 30 years. The iceberg, which is technically known as A23A, split off from the Filchner Ice Shelf back in 1986, but became stuck to the ocean floor and remained there for many years. It is now loose and moving south, we are told. This is SRN News. AM860, The Answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ Dunedin. By downloading the Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical. Located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of CanCare, 727-384-6411. 
one seven two seven three eight four six four one one. Dr. Bill here with social distancing and sheltering in place. Telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at seven two seven three eight four six four one one seven two seven three eight four six four one one. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour, only on AM860, The Answer. We'll have a mix of clouds and sunshine today with a thunderstorm in parts of the area and a high of 79. Then very cloudy tonight with a shower in spots and a low of 67. Less humid tomorrow, variable cloudiness, high on Monday, 73. Then low humidity Tuesday with variable cloudiness and a high of 66. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Holly Holdren for AM860, The Answer. I'm back. This is Dr. Bill. Hey, look behind me, Ken. You see that guy up there? I do. That's me. <laughs> really? What are you doing? What were you doing there? That That's about 30 feet up in the air. It's an obstacle course that you climb. Uh, it was in the, in the uh, uh, Mount uh, Yote area at the hotel we were staying at. They have a park back there. This is Singapore? Is, no, this is, uh, this is Hokkaido. Hokkaido. Okay. And they, the school kids come from all over uh, the the area, from all over the, the the island, which is a big island. You know, it's about an eight or ten hour drive from from top to bottom, maybe longer. I don't know. And so they fly kids in, and they do this as a as like a field trip. And so there's a bunch of teenagers and me up there. <laughs> <laughs so they have two courses. They have the baby course, and Myungju and I did that one. And then I said, I'm going to do the, uh, the the really tough course. And I asked the kids, the, the young people that were manning the uh, the uh, event, I said, do you think I can do it? They said, yeah, you can do it. So uh, I strapped up and went up, and I'm up there 30 feet, 40 feet in the air and, and zip lining and climbing. And you're hooked up to uh, – Oh, you, you got can, a harness on there, yeah. Yeah, you got a harness on, so it's – it's a line here that that runs across, and it's a cable. And so, you if you fall, you'll you'll uh, you'll be okay, but it'll scare the poop out of you. <laughs> so at any rate, so I did this course, and I mean, I was 
I didn't have a hard time with the with the chorus. I had a hard time with my shortness of breath, mm. and I'm sweating like a dog. I mean, I'm just covered in sweat. And I come down, and all the kids at the station there that put the gear on you and take it off, they're laughing at me. <laughs> I said, "Come on, I'm almost 75." They said, "Hey, we had an 80 year old guy do it last oh. week." <laughs> I was like, "Rub my face in it, dude." <laughs> Well, it looks so, like it was fun. I love. I've done some zip lining. It's it's fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, the zip part doesn't come till the very end. Yeah, that's. The, but it's fun. It's worth. Yeah, it's, it's worth getting there. Yeah, it's worth getting there. It's not a real long zip line. You just go from one side of the uh, of the courtyard to another. But uh, it, it was interesting, I'll tell you. And it was not easy. They've got some down in the Caribbean. If you want to go if you find a zip line, you'll find some pretty good ones down there. Oh yeah. Oh, if you take uh, if you take Royal Caribbean and you go and stop at Liberty, which is their little resort area, then uh, they've got a zip line there, which is really cool. It goes over the bay. It's a pretty long ride, too. I think I've been on that one. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, in New York oh, City. Oh, we got a winner, by the way, before we go on. We got a winner. Okay, yes. here we go. Uh, Salvatore Sachs. Salvatore Sachs down in Parrish. Our Parrish. winner. Yes. Wow. And, Welcome uh, Exactly. Thanks for calling in. He knew that Argentina was the correct answer. Argentina. Oh, by the way, Alex, I haven't gotten your mug out yet, buddy, but I'll get those out um, today and tomorrow. I'll get you and Salvatore's out. So I didn't forget you. Thanks. I've just been busy with the Thanksgiving holiday. Right. And thanks to everybody who, uh, I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. Oh, I had a great Thanksgiving. We went over to my son's girlfriend's house and uh, had dinner her mother made a, a big to do, and everybody brings dishes, and it was very pleasant. had a had a little fire pit outside, and um, just really nice. Dogs running around, chickens in the yard. <laughs> what? A couple, a couple of peacocks walked by, and they're nasty animals. Peacocks? I've never encountered one. Oh, they poop all over. <laughs> I had I was attacked by a duck once, but never a peacock. I've been attacked by ducks. Yeah, they can be ferocious. Speaking of attacks, there was a New York Palestinian guy who just got seven years for a brutal anti-Semitic beating uh, in 2021. So he finally made it to court and they locked his butt up. And guess what? His uh, his uh, homies were in there and they started raising hell because they thought it was unfair. They thought he should only get three years because it was a Jew. So, you know, what's the difference? Man. It, uh, he looks pretty muscular, too. At any rate, um, so they had to call in security and clear the courtroom. and Big to-do, big uh, to-do. Oh, this happened in the courtroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the courtroom. Tough. Enjoy your stay. So what are we doing about the economy here? Well, what? Nobody's doing anything about the economy. Well, I mean, I, I'm seeing people... Uh, on TV and online that are saying they can't handle it. And, uh, you know, nurses saying they are, they're living paycheck to paycheck and nurses usually do pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how or what will stop this, but I, this goes back to the Argentina thing where, where they have rampant inflation and I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. Well, I don't know how you stop it. I thought really there's historically it's been the fed. Raising interest rates that stops inflation, but doesn't seem to be happening this time. 
It's slowed, but it's not stopped. No, it's not stopped, and they want it below three percent. Two. Uh, is it two? Oh, yeah, yeah they, they want it to two percent. Yeah. yeah. How are we going to do that? I have no idea. We have to cut. Well, we have to stop spending money and start paying off debt. That would help. Yeah, but you have to be able to get the people in that are willing to do that. And if you, it's like it's like uh, Canada. When I say to the Canadians, "Well, you guys voted in communism, so what do you expect when you can't get health care?" And they said, "Doc, it's not it's not us. It's not the people coming to Florida. It's all the people who are not making much money." Yeah, and uh, I I don't know what you do about that. If you have a guaranteed income, you're going to push up. Uh, inflation more because the more you pay, the more people have to pay for the goods that they buy because you have to raise your prices to cover the cost of paying them. That's right. It's a dog chasing its tail. It's a vicious cycle. It'll never end. It'll just get spiral up and up and up and up. Yeah, I got a bill from a plumber once and it said, please pay me so I can pay him so he can pay them so they can pay you. <laughs> that's right. It's so, crazy. <laughs> I said, yep, that's true. I don't know. I, if you come up with an answer, you're president. I mean, that's. Well, I think one thing is we, we got to slow down on the social spending. But remember that the majority of the social spending are the uh, Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. That's over 50% of it right yeah. there. So, yeah. But, uh, you want to send people, grandma out to the, on the street? Yeah, and people are not going to give that up. No. Old people vote. That's one thing they still have plenty of time to do. And organize and come after me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's one thing that's really killing all of us, uh, especially us little business guys and doctors the most, because we're the most regulated of almost any industry, and that's regulations. Mm. So the more regulations you put in, the more people you have to have to ensure that you meet those regulations. The more attorneys, the more oversight, you've got quality assurance, you've got risk management, and all this just keeps building up and building up and building up. And uh, regulatory committees and oversight committees and uh, the hospitals have to have a certification from the Joint Commission. The Joint Commission is a private nonprofit company but they take their marching uh, orders from, guess who? The federal government, yep. Medicare. So they have to go by their rules and regs, and if they don't, then they'll lose that contract, and uh, there's nobody there to take that that slack up. So, I mean, we should have some oversight, and I think that it's good that, uh, that we do uh, have people that look at us and say, I think you need to do this and fix this in order to – be safer or more efficient or have less lawsuits or whatever. And we have to take courses like uh, uh, medical errors and uh, things like that, where where we look at in an, in an organized uh, fashion, the things that can cause us to have lawsuits, uh, paper errors, uh, wrong site surgery errors, missing diagnosis, especially cancers. So when I do a chest X-ray in my office, and if anything even looks like it's you know a blip out off of the off the charts, then I'll send you for a CAT scan of your chest because I don't want to see you die of cancer. And guess what? I don't want to get sued. 
So there and, are, and it all increases the cost. Then it all increases the cost. And so people say, well, why is medicine so costly? Well, everybody wants everything. People don't come in and say, you know, my hip hurts. They come in and say, I need an MRI of my hip. They really, yeah, okay. You know, and I say, okay, why? And they say, well, I'm having pain with this movement and that movement, and it hurts here to touch. And sometimes I'll say, well, it's just the burst is inflamed, and I inject it with some cortisone, and and they're better for a while anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the joints aren't going to last forever between weight-bearing activity and age and obesity, joints wear out. So we've we've got a lot of regulations, and uh, this is what the oil industry was complaining about because the Democrats came in and laid down all these regulations in order to meet their green plan. And guess what? Guess what, Ken? You can't do it. You cannot get all of this done uh, with uh, all these regulatory demands in place and expect to keep it within the bounds of, of cost efficiency. It doesn't work. All you do is drive up the cost of oil and gas when you have all these regulations, or you make it so that these companies are buying their oil from outside of the United States instead of producing our own and then refining it here or even having it refined somewhere else and just bringing the oil and the kerosene and the diesel here. That's what we do in Florida. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We, you know, we don't refine any of our own. Uh, we don't have many refineries here in Florida, and we don't have pipelines coming in here. So everything comes in on a ship. Gasoline. Yeah, that's diesel. Well, yeah. Everything. Truck it in and ship it in. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's it. They truck it in and they ship it in, and that's it. And that cost. Well, you seem to think that inflation is just going to keep going. We're not going to really see an end to this here. As long as there's as much money in circulation as there is, you're going to have inflation. Now, the the Fed's starting to buy back some of that, get some of that money back. And remember, there is fiscal and monetary policy, and they're two different things. Fiscal is what Congress and the president want, and monetary is what uh, the people that print the money uh, will agree with and allow. And so you can say, well, we want to spend you know, three hundred billion on this project, but you have to go to the, the, the budgetal, the uh, congressional budget office, and the 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 agencies that do all of the research on this. Ken and they look at it and they do the numbers and crunch the numbers. And say you can't do it unless you have X number of dollars here. So you're going to have to sell X number of, of T bills to get the money into the treasury so that you can cover the cost of what you want to do. But remember, you got to pay that back. You got to pay that back. <laughs> they never do. No, we we probably have been uh, in debt since we were uh, first formed as a country, but it's gotten to be quite a big chunk of our uh, gross national product, and so our our interest on the on the debt is uh, so large that it's bigger than our our total gross national product. And that's so scary. That scares me. Anything that much out of control can't last. Yeah, so let's say that our budget this year is $6 trillion. We're paying at least that in uh, in, uh, in interest. You know? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yes, it is. That's why, that's why I'm scared. 
That's a lot of money. And where, where do you where do you get it? Well, you have to raise taxes. Well, I'm scared from the future, not my generation, but future generations, certainly. And and where do you get the tax money? You get it from people who are working. That's right. And guess what? They can't afford what they got. You know, most people are struggling. When a, when an apartment that cost five hundred dollars five or ten years ago in, in St. Petersburg is now going for twenty five hundred dollars a month, you know that there are a lot, a lot of people that are just not going to have an apartment. Exactly. They're going to move in with their families or they're going to move out of the area. It's a, it's a bad situation. I don't know what we can do that. They're done. Nobody's got any real answers in Washington. I don't hear any, any answers coming out from anybody. And and you're, you're you kill the small businesses, and guess what? Most people are employed by small businesses. You're going to kill the jobs, right? Yeah, you're going to kill the jobs because most businesses in the United States are a uh, hundred employees or less. That's what's considered a small business. I know you're probably not going to like this, but could we use a a tough recession right now? Well, it would certainly cool things down, but uh, would it quell unrest? I don't know. Uh, we've already got a lot of people that are upset. And remember, during the pandemic, we had a lot of people out on the streets burning things and raising hell and yeah. making Block, silly Blocking intersections and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know what happens if you have even more people unemployed. Uh, we probably are going to have a soft landing. And uh, hopefully the Fed knows what they're doing, because certainly Congress doesn't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But we all love our congressmen, and that's and that's the problem. I don't know how much we love them, but well, they they seem to bring a lot of money back to the districts, and it's all planned to make sure they get elected again. But yep. when they're together, they can't seem to do a whole lot. So here's I got two questions here now. Um, one the uh, the the news announcer at the break was talking about. Uh, the child sex abuse because I guess TikTok or somebody is allowing some perverse kind of uh, stuff to be on air or be online there. And so, Ken, I have a serious question here. What What is the cutoff age for child sex abuse? <laughs> I want to know. Is like, there a cutoff age? Yes, there is. Legally, I think, is? It, I think it's 17. 17? 17, under 17. Under 17. I think it's different in every state. Every state has their own juvenile adult line line marker there in the age group it used to be 14 or 15 here in, in florida but i guess they changed it huh <laughs> well, that seems 15 seems a little young to me but you know well i think that the uh the idea is that the girls will mature faster than the boys but still we got to protect them because they're not there yet you know they're not they're not going to have the the same uh filters that a 25 year old woman's going to have and the guys aren't going to be mature till they're 30 if then some say if 60 then. well according to my wife <laughs> it hadn't <laughs> happened yet <laughs> now I, I also want to know about the israelis what's going on there i didn't listen this morning did they let some more people go they're supposed to do it today i don't think they'd have yet today why though are the israelis releasing twice as many prisoners as the gazians or whatever they're called 
well, who who wants to feed the Palestinians? <laughs> Israelis <laughs> don't. <laughs> they so sure don't. It's a tax move. I see. It's a tax issue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. There was there something else I had on my plate here. We got about uh, four minutes left in the show here. We got four minutes. Okay. I wanted to reiterate some of the Medicare topics we talked about. Again, there are four parts to Medicare, A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. A is the hospital coverage. B is the doctor and outpatient coverage. C is the Medicare Advantage plans, basically the HMOs. And then D is the the drug plan. And you can get uh, Medicare A and B. You have to pay for B uh, through your Social Security. And you can also get D if you want it. Or you can get uh, a Medigap plan, which is like a secondary coverage for your Medicare A and B, and that those plans can pick up medications, uh, copays. Uh, they can add in things like dental and vision and hearing, as Ken was saying before. And the the basic Medicare fee per month, the the, the plans premium per month is what what is it, Ken? One seventy four, I think, next year. One seventy four. And it goes up as your income goes up. And as I said earlier, we're paying 500 a month each now. Hmm. So we're paying an extra 1000 a month because of our one-time uh, capital gains from selling the office building. You By the way, be I'm, punished for that. I don't know why you're being punished. We're still in the building, Ken. We're still there. We're not leaving. We still have the same practice. We did not sell the practice. And so if anybody's worried that I'm leaving you, I'm not leaving you. I'm here with you. Don't go Doc, anywhere. I need you, Doc, for a few years yet. So. And a few years more and, and, until you catch cancer and die. And then, <laughs> Pretty much what we're waiting for, yeah. <laughs> more than wait for that. <laughs> we figure it's an inevitability and, you know, yeah, just a matter of when, not how. It's not I'm sorry. You know, I, I shouldn't laugh because it's very serious. A lot of people have cancer right now probably saying, how could he laugh or something like that? But uh, my, uh, my, my family history is so Alzheimer's heavy that I just don't want to go into that stage of life. I really don't. So might as well have some fun while I'm here. Two minutes left, Doc. Two minutes. All right. Well, guess what? What? Guess what, guess what did more damage than, than hurricanes? What natural disasters? Flooding? Too? Flooding? Fire? Hurricane. I mean, uh, tornadoes. Tornadoes. Really? Tornadoes and flooding. So, uh Storms bringing hail and tornadoes have caused more losses than all the hurricanes in 2023. Okay. How about that? Are the rates going up there in Iowa? I hope so. I hope they are because we don't want to pay all the high rates down here. Do we have any, is anybody insuring homes down here anymore? Pretty soon you're not going to be able to buy a home. The way prices are going these days. And And people are still flooding into Florida. I can't blame them. I mean, look at the weather. And, and, you know, I, the woman who has been so vociferous and going after me here at the HOA, she had a lot of damage inside her house. So she's going to have to have a lot of drywall redone. And I keep telling everybody in the community, not only do you need homeowners and flood, you don't have to have flood here because we're at a, and we're not in a V zone. But get it because we're low enough down that if we get a Cat 4, we're inundated. But you also need to have water damage insurance, Ken. Yeah, sure. For the you roof, whatever. Have, yeah. Now, now the the roofs are covered by the HOA that they're common property. 
So you don't have that big expense, which cuts down your your uh, homeowner's insurance tremendously, tremendously. Doc, we're going to have to pick this up next week. You've got 20 seconds late. You want to give the phone number for the house, uh, the, the office, not the house, the office. <laughs> 727-384-6411, No, we do not have a home phone. I'm Dr. Bill. <laughs> don't, don't even try. <laughs> don't even try. <laughs> Five seconds, Doc. Say, see you next week or whatever. See you next week at whatever. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Clinic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.